Product Coffee, a podcast where product management leaders share stories, advice, and thoughts on all things product over a cup of coffee. Grab a cup of joe and join us to level up your product career 30 minutes at a time. expectations like okay this is my roadmap for next quarter what can sales talk about in their sales calls it's not set in stone from a product's perspective it's like potential or planned stuff but sales wants to go out and evangelize everything so how to balance that like yeah that was what my last week was all about sales they want an external roadmap i said no we we will we are not sharing a roadmap with customers and they were like, okay, can we have a list of features that we're planning for next quarter? So that when people ask, they say it like that, that when people ask, but yeah. technically they are going to go lead with it and say, this yeah. is what we <laughs> plan to release. Yeah. It's funny. I've gotten the same request too. Um, yeah, I, that, that is a good topic, I guess. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's great. Um, I think in the past, you know, I mean, th- that partnership is so crucial to the success of the product and because they're, you know, interacting with our customers and essentially selling the, the thing we do and managing that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and what does help is, is giving them something to excite uh, a customer to not just buy the existing product, but invest in our re- relationship. Um, and it is uh, from a product perspective, it's tough to um, communicate because essentially you'd be committing to a feature that you're trying to sell to a client. And then if you don't, if you decide to pivot or you decide that that's not the right thing to invest in, then it looks like you didn't uh, fulfill what you said you were going to uh, build uh, or develop. So it's a little, it's a weird conundrum there. And how do you kind of set that like how do you appease both <laughs> exactly. exactly um so how did how did you deal with that specific scenario uh, so what we did was we we we, we met uh the, the product team met and we looked at all the things on the roadmap and we filtered out a um a list of things we think are more certain than others mm. So kind of a watered down roadmap. Okay, these are the things we're probably going to start working on or we've already started working on. So for sure, it's coming out next quarter. And we didn't put dates. We just said Q3 roadmap candidates. So we we had that in a list. The other stuff that we haven't even started researching, we didn't put in there. Because my, my biggest pain was that, okay, we had this in our roadmap, but we haven't even started looking at it. We, we plan to start looking at it in August. Who knows what happens by then? Right. Maybe, yeah. Another COVID happens and we're screwed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think, like I said before, the, the dates is where you get into trouble of committing. or um, It is important after you start scoping work and start beginning on implementation that you do have dates. I think that's good. But in terms of mapping further out than the existing project, it's kind of like a lot could happen. <laughs> a lot yeah. could happen and will happen. We can't yeah. predict the future. So I think that's, that's an important element of it. Um, I think is also like the... Um, the vagueness, the the fidelity of idea that you share in those um, could be used uh, as a way to to handle that situation of like 
yeah, we know we want to explore mobile payments, you know, Mm -hmm. for example, in Q4. So maybe it could be that vague, right? You can say, we're going to um, work on mobile payments in Q4, you know, and that's as, as, you know, at least they they know exactly what direction we're trying to head in towards, which uh, might, you know, help with that um, um, investment. Yeah. And then the other thing to consider is um, whatever goes out, you don't know how far, how far it's going to go. Like I for sure would love to see the roadmap of one of my competitors, as I'm sure they would love to see my roadmap. <laughs> so whatever goes out, yeah, you yeah. have to be sure you're not. I mean, the, the, the sales team would understand confidentiality and all that, yeah. but whoever they right. share it with, it will be at their discretion. Yeah, that's true. And who mm-hmm. knows? No, exactly right. Yeah. Well, I think that that's like a, even a broader topic of how do you, how do we roadmap and how does that, how do you share roadmaps as well? Um, what tool do you guys use today to um, document roadmaps? <laughs> so uh, we use, <laughs> and I'm laughing because, uh, yeah. So we use Excel and PowerPoints. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a tool at the moment. Uh, it's something I'm, that I, 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 I want us to look into AHA. And okay, uh, yeah. yeah, so at the moment, I'm currently putting a case together for that because we also look at uh, product feedback as a source of uh, like plan features. Like feedback from internal users? No, from external users. So like okay. customer requests, feature requests, and that, those would make very good candidates for an idea, ideas board that will then flow into the roadmap and all that. But because we don't have such a tool at the moment, so we just use Excel and we use PowerPoint to track all of that. Yeah, gotcha. And then what is like the fidelity that you put into uh, Excel? Uh, Like the actual items that go in there? Yeah, like what does that look like? So... I think each team handles it differently. Uh, for me, the Excel, I use that as kind of my own ideas board. So the first page is just everything that comes. I just dump it in there. And then there's the column that says, okay, what are the next steps? What's, what's the action? So is this uh, will be investigated, will be added to current uh, roadmap. Uh, and then the I have... Uh, yeah. 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 And then it goes into the next sheets if it's something we're moving forward with. And then I have a column that details how many customers have asked for this. So that kind of is a big part in determining what goes next, because then I have uh, different categories as well. Like we don't just want to focus on one category and ignore the rest of the right. categories. Yeah. So that's how you help like prioritize. That's your criteria to prioritize these ideas as well. Yeah. Yeah. For me. Yeah. For me, that's how I, I do that. And then I've investigated there, a couple of tools we've used aha at Ibotta and I, I, I hated the UI. I'm sorry. Aha. If you're listening, <laughs> you <but> did. <laughs> um, it's a tool from product managers built for product managers, but it sucks. Uh, fully transparent <laughs> uh, okay. it could have changed in the, in the year that i've uh used it but i'm sure it has but yeah i did not like that i i think um 
it was very hard to just maintain and organize, which was frustrating. Uh, the UI elements were all over the place. It was too cluttered, but I did like the concept of us all using a tool consistently across each product manager that we can look at a holistic view around what each other is working on uh, to track dependencies and also to manage up as well. Um, I've tested out a, a whole bunch of different tools. I mean, Jira has a really nice road mapping feature um, that they have, they call plans. Um, I've used that. I That's one of my favorites for work in progress. Um, is, product sorry. board I've experienced. Go ahead. Is, is, is that a separate Jira product? The Jira, uh, Jira roadmaps? Yeah, it's like an add-on. Um, oh, plans, okay. I think. I think plans um, is an add-on or I, I'm not really sure. You'd have to, it's in a company managed project. So each project has to be company managed. Usually I'll do that by team. And then you can build a, ta- uh, a plan uh, across all the company managed projects and visualize uh-huh. that roadmap, which again, I found to be the most useful for work in flight. Um, the other, you know, the pre-product work, the discovery, the, you know, design definition kind of phase before the implementation, we look at right. things like, I've experimented with product board, which I really liked. Um, they had a really neat, cause they have a, like a rice score um, or like custom prioritization score that you can put in for ideas. Um, that was really neat. I like their UI oh. as well. Um, it got a little, it was a little too complicated for what I wanted to accomplish at the time, but it, I thought it was neat. Um, I thought you could use that. The other tool, Asana, I really like for discovery right now. That's been my go-to. So in Asana, what I would do is have um, my high-level idea or product or feature tracked Mm. during the product development phases. So like it's in discovery, it's in design, you know, all these phases that we've outlined as a process. And then when it's implementation, it, uh, Asana has a nice uh, integration with Jira. So you can create a Jira Epic out of that implementation idea in Asana. And so I have a lot of, <laughs> I, I nerd out on this stuff because it's so interesting, but it's so fun, but a lot of automation as well. So like we'll, we'll use uh, Airtable. So you can build a form in Airtable, it populates it automatically. Um, we have a scoring mechanism in Airtable. When that score, uh, when we click a button and say move to Asana, it creates a task in Asana. And then so everything's kind of moved across uh, the board there. Um, but okay. I like the uh, the road mapping tools. Like I said, Asana is good for visualization. Jira is really good for visualization. Product board was interesting, but didn't invest into it. Um, there's a lot of interesting tools out there. Yeah. yeah. And then if you, if you're experimenting and you're trying to figure out what you, what works for you and your product and your business, I think Excel and uh, PowerPoint are great uh, solutions. For that. Uh, yeah. To, right. at least Easy to. POCs, right? Yeah. 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 For Yeah. But definitely, yeah, we are going to get something. Uh, I think we're going to have a meeting. Uh, so each of us will probably go investigate one of this and then we'll, just discuss our findings and uh, select one from there. Well, yeah, thanks for sharing these additional ones. I think, uh, yeah, that's a great list. Asana, Jira, yeah. Aha. Yeah, Product Board. And then there's another one, like Product Plan maybe or something. I'm sure if you just Google Product Roadmap Tools, then you'll find a bunch. But hey, there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All those guys don't play with their uh, AdWords. 
You oh, search exactly. for anything products, anything roadmap, anything. Yeah, they all pop up there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that that's a good way to communicate out to to stakeholders. I think in general is just having a defined process is probably the best thing that you can do as a product manager and a team. Um, if you hear things like requests for roadmaps, is because they don't know what you guys are working on. And that causes fear and uncertainty. And it's like, well, I get that. Um, So how can you transparently bring them into the process and help them understand at a high level, um, you know, business process modeling, high high level visualizations on how uh, idea flows from ideation all the way to completion. So then, you know, they're um, on the same page and they understand the, the work that we're doing. Um, and can effectively communicate and get excited around the right things instead of the wrong things, uh, I think is super crucial. So I encourage any sort of like documentation of product process, whether that's a snapshot of what it is today or a recommendation for the future, really helps build that alignment and that trust and excitement around the things that are the most important to invest in. But yeah. I'm curious to see like you recently... Uh, had a head of product depart and now you're kind of kind of playing that role and and like it you know in your yeah. in your position your company is there a defined process today is that the thing that you guys are kind of working through like what does that look like yeah so um so the interesting thing is the uh, uh we didn't have a process in fact the head of products was he came in late last year and started like putting processes in place to kind of build the product organization. In fact, he had just started building the org and I was his first hire. Got and so all of those things are just being defined. Like some have been defined. We just started using Jira and Confluence early this year. And we just started documenting um, wow. like our approach to different things. And for my own end, my team was just formed when I joined as well. Uh, my engineering manager, I believe it's his first role as EM. So it, it, it was all new. So I, I yeah. had to start with that to create, okay, um, this is how we're going to work. We're going to build tickets. We're going to have stand-up meetings to, uh, three times a week. Uh, we have staging and pre-live. This, this is the release schedule or this is how we release. And yeah, all that, I mean, it's been fun. Well, initially, uh, it was a bit slow because uh, we had to get everything put in place. And then my boss was let go last month. And I uh, took over the role while... um, Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, while while the search was in place to find a a replacement. So it's, it's been my job to kind of keep that whole thing going how um standardization of the product team um putting processes in place making sure that we are communicating effectively with the external organization and that we are working as a team internally so yeah it's been it's been fun it's been interesting there's been you know very unique challenges especially it, it it's like if someone was brought in to do a job to build something and then they were let go halfway and someone else has to take over from there. You have to figure out what's been done, why it's been done up to that point and 
and kind of make sure that you continue building. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's been Yeah, how do you yeah, that that could be a good topic for another day is how do you maintain momentum of, you know, instilling good process and, but also continuing to push product. Um, yeah. Is it an either or or is it some balance, right? That you have to continue yeah, it's, to improve. It's, it's definitely some balance. Definitely yeah. definitely some balance. Uh for me for me the most important thing was that the team not lose focus because right. i mean it's easy when someone but it was not just him it was also the um, head of design as well left at the same time oh wow so it's Jeez. yeah so it's very easy for the team to become demotivated and people to kind of have a you know some anxiety regarding yeah. their own roles yeah and yeah so Makes that was sense. the most important part to just at least instill confidence in everyone that we, we're going to keep moving along and then handling the external parts as well, because, you know, for whatever reason, the, uh, the, the former head was let go. You have to rebuild that confidence with right. the rest of the organization that, okay, we're going to keep working whatever uh challenges you had with product before you know i had to make sure i understood all of that that where yeah. we sit with each department and what are your biggest challenges uh how can we help and just That's maintain that approach, yeah. continuity yeah yeah so yeah as you can probably imagine my first two weeks were just packed full of one-on-ones <laughs> <laughs> you know back to back to back to back yeah yeah that's good though. Leading from, uh, um, you know, information gathering and, and empathizing on, you know, what existing, what existed and, um, what the challenges were and then, and then kind of advising forward. Um, that's exactly how I'll, I approach new companies that I join up, um, you know, reorging product organizations and helping them be successful is, you know, one of the first things is a, a retrospective, a team retrospective. <laughs> let's understand okay. what went well, what didn't, and then let's discuss how we can work better together um, moving forward. So, oh that's yeah, great. that's actually a good one. Yeah, a retrospective where everyone gets to express their opinions, talk about what they think went well. I think that yeah, that's a good. Yeah, way everyone to start. has a voice in those. I love the anonymous surveys there, so you can get some truly honest feedback in that. Um, and then also, you know, uh, reviewing that um, anonymous feedback as a team and having good discussions about it. Um, I found it, it is a it takes a while to do that, but um, mm. and it takes investment. But I think you leave with a better aligned team and uh, motivated yeah. for what the potential could be. So um, I definitely find that to be useful. Well, what, yeah, uh, what, what, so we kind of jumped around a, a little of different topics here, but if we were to distill it as, uh, you know, um, rolling out process and, um, maybe, um, road mapping with our, with our stakeholders, what advice or exercises would you encourage that they, uh, invest their time in? Um, it's a road mapping is important. Because that's what, because yeah, let's not forget uh, the engineering team is also depending on us to provide mm -hmm. what they will work on. So I'd say that's probably the best place to start 
And that will kind of lead to other things. So road mapping, uh, prioritizing for the next at least one or two months ahead and having that those list of features. And then once that's, uh, uh, once that's all in place, and having that conversation with engineering to figure out like resources and time, then from there you can go out yeah. and start uh, and start communicating with other stakeholders. Yeah, so I'd say getting that roadmap solid, yeah. even if it's not a roadmap, even if it's just a word document with bullet sure. points of these are the things for the next two months that we will investigate. I think that's probably the best. And it's a good exercise for the PM as well, doing that, because it also helps you to, you have to do that mental work. Okay, this yeah. is what the market needs. This is what we can realistically do. And while you're doing that, you are forced to think about the stakeholders and your engineering team, which I think is really important. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, yeah. to add on to that, I'd I'd say, um, um, you pick pick a pick a tool whatever that is um be able to um articulate a plan and mm-hmm. um the success of your roadmap depends on that collaboration and alignment with stakeholders and your customers as well so make sure that you're doing check-ins along the way most importantly planning is important so make sure you spend time doing that i think that helps you know frame the short-term and long-term conversations um, by just taking that time to pause and plan um, mm-hmm. and then and then go from there but great looks like we uh um are wrapping up here finished up our coffee um so go rate review subscribe um i know uh, a lot of our companies at product coffee are, are hiring so um, reach out um and we'll get you connected and uh yeah Go level up. Go level up.